0: physiology and then on the other side of that something totally different marketing these are systems these don't exist as one singular like thing physiology is the interaction of systems so you can't manipulate those systems without asking better questions of your body and it's the same thing with like the new year's habit like that rabbit hole you can't You can't achieve much without having the right systems in place. In order to get there, you have to ask good questions.
1: You know your business can change people's lives, but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business as you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette. And welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help entrepreneurs and business owners just like you to close more premium sales. And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people, not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. It turns out there's a very interesting mindset that I've taught to my clients and my audiences for a number of years now, and admittedly, to practice what I preach, it's one that I live by as well. The mindset is, the way you are here is very often the way you are everywhere else. Now, we could wrongfully use this mindset as perhaps a diagnostic tool, that if here's somebody whose personal relationships are maybe not going well we might be able to start to make some assessments, some judgments, some guesses as to how their business might not be going so well either. I I tend to say let's use our diagnostic tools, though, to get ourselves out of problems rather than deeper into problems. Here's a simple example. It would be the thought that if perhaps you're having an issue with productivity or even personal accountability in something that you're currently doing, find another place in your life to create that skill almost as if like an asset – And I share a personal example here. To remind my story back about eight years ago, I was a bit overweight, I was rather out of shape, and business was going well enough, but clearly not as well as it could. As my guest in the conversation you're about to listen to says, I was kind of playing small at that specific point in time. So what's interesting inside of this time frame is that as I started to eat better As I started to focus my fitness on building a skill and getting better at something, my business substantially started to take off year after year. So yes, you're about to listen to a conversation in terms of impacting your fitness. However, as you listen through this fascinating conversation, you're gonna hear mindsets in terms of personal change, business growth, scalability of your success. There's a lot to be noticed inside of this conversation which before I officially introduce Jennifer Schwartz, I always feel the need to point out that even I'm thankfully surprised to see that she's still speaking to me. That deserves a little bit more explanation. Our backstory together goes back about, really, I'd say about nine or 10 years ago, I believe, where I was previously renting an office in Old Town, Alexandria, and I had a space open. And I put an ad out there to say, you know, who wants to sublet, and Jennifer responded. It was a perfect fit. Her work perfectly complemented the work that I did. And within about two weeks after her signing the lease, I announced that I was finding another office and I left, which admittedly meant that the space was hers and she got even more space for that. Uh, And here we are having a conversation once more as I'm skipping town once again. But what you're about to hear inside of this conversation is, again, a dialogue in terms of really productizing a service and even more importantly, taking something that many people could go That only could work in person and looking at how inside of this conversation, as she leads with the brand, as she leads with the business, and by doing so, letting it become that ethical responsibility to share what she does with her clients. A little bit more about Jennifer. She developed her love for health and fitness while growing up as a fierce competitor on the soccer field. Throughout her years as a college athlete and youth soccer coach, she learned the value of injury care, injury prevention, and fitness. So nowadays, Jennifer Schwartz takes a full-body approach to injury recovery and strength training, incorporating her love for learning and functional anatomy to aid her clients. And in order to maximize performance and health, she focuses on muscle function and movement mechanics in almost every session. She's developed a unique approach, which is a combination of strength training and injury recovery programs for athletes and really people of all levels. And again, to be somebody with a very specific specialty – And wait till you hear the conversation about being in a market with a service that people are not necessarily yet looking for. And in terms of how she really jumped on that opportunity to launch her own global brand by way of a podcast, by way of her online programs, to now have clients all around the world. As always, when I have people here on Hypnotic Language Hacks as a guest, we're looking for those opportunities to look for those transformational moments where somebody looked at something shifted that thinking and then could not go back to the old way of operating. So as you listen to this conversation, yes, there's some wonderful insights in terms of your own fitness. And if you have a need for this service, definitely reach out to Jennifer. I've seen the benefits of the work that she does. But here we go, this is episode number 25, Impact Your Fitness with Jennifer Schwartz. Before we get started today, if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, even before you've made an offer, I've created a step-by-step program to help you to do just that. It's called Business Influence Systems. And this is your opportunity now to visit JasonLinette.com to get a free behind-the-scenes tour of the exact hypnotic persuasion strategies that you can ethically use to better start up or scale up your business. If you want a proven framework to boost your confidence, attract premium clients, and inspire more people to take action with you, get Business Influence Systems now at JasonLinette.com. All right, so we're here with Jennifer Schwartz. And Jennifer, let's kick it off right. For those that don't yet know you, could you give a brief introduction of who you are and what you do?
0: Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to uh, reconnect and be a part of this. Um, my name is Jennifer Schwartz. I am a brand owner, business owner. I am a muscle specialist and an overall just you know I'm a i am I make I've been making my own path for about eleven years here in the in this uh, small corner of the fitness and rehab physical rehab industry. I have a studio in Alexandria, Virginia. I have a awesome fitness uh, virtual studio and we help people with old injuries and people that can't quite find the right solution, even though they're active and, and consistently exercising. We help people who are, you know, more athletic in that way. And we also have a amazing podcast that is just um, my creative and uh, just the the thing that I really look forward to every single week. And that's called Think Fit, Be Fit podcast.
1: Awesome. And I'm sure we're going to circle around back to nearly all of that. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'm going to say this too in the introduction that we'll report afterwards that you and I have a bit of a history here in that somehow I'm now connecting that we only tend to connect when I'm leaving. Uh, (laughs) That's so funny. You had subletted an office from me years ago and then I announced, hey, I'm going to move to this other location. And Here we are and I'm about to close up shop and move down to Florida. Uh, I love the way that you introduced yourself in terms of, again, a different mindset around business where so many people tend to lead with what their exact service is. You led with that of being a brand owner and a uh, business owner. Mm -hmm. was that an adaptation was that a different way of thinking that developed later on or is that kind of where you started in terms of how you think about what you do
0: oh man i i've always thought of myself as more of a brand owner because i've always sold something that's not on the mainstream Mm -hmm. and there's i think there's a psychology to that where uh I'd rather have. I I understand that more people are going to buy into the personality and the brand before the service, if because my services are so unique, my approach is so unique. The virtual studio, even though the fitness industry is a multi-billion-dollar industry, we're still doing something unique in that industry. Mm -hmm. So for me, I. I just look at it as the psychology of buying into a personality.
1: Yeah, and we're about to fill in the loop in terms of exactly what it is that you do. But Mm I'd love to kick off the bit of a metaphor here that, and I forget who first said this to me years ago, that in business, we're often in a world where perhaps there's an audience that's already hungry and that we just have to respond to that desire. But then again, very often, if we're more of a niche-specific specialist business, we have to first convince the audience that they're hungry to then fill that specific need. And I kind of see you also (laughs) fitting into that category that, well, let's just kick this off right. For those that don't know exactly what you mean by muscle specialist, can Mm -hmm. you expand on that?
0: Okay, so I am a muscle activation techniques specialist, and I am at the highest end of that certification called the RX full body process. And so it this is a manual therapy and it works alongside physical therapy, chiropractic. I work with people in the most athletic conditions to people preparing for surgeries. And what we do essentially is we use this bodywork technique to help the muscle and the brain communicate better. Mm. Some people really Uh, Like the analogy that it's like we're tightening the battery cables of the muscles and being able to tell the muscle or have the brain and the muscle um, communicate faster so that the muscles are better supporting the joints and correcting or rectifying different muscle imbalances that might surround things like traumatic injury, arthritis, Uh, disc injuries of any kind, um, nerve injuries. When we have any type of trauma, overuse, or injury in general, the muscles become, uh, the communication becomes dampened in an effort to protect the joint or the soft tissue. Similar to if you had trauma as a child and you have trouble feeling a certain emotion, you built in Your brain builds in protective mechanisms, and it's very similar to the muscle system. And so, I correct those with this technique.
1: Yeah. So then, just kind of give us a walkthrough of what that user experience would be. How how exactly does that play out? So, paint the picture for us.
0: Yeah. uh, One session goes uh, as anywhere from fifty minutes. um, I can do two-hour sessions in person, if needed. And we start with movement assessments. And what's really interesting about this technique is that we are assessing motion in a very holistic way and looking at the joint one by one, each joint, how it moves, how motion is controlled around it, how motion is created around it. And this all has to do with the muscles, okay? And so we do standing assessments. We do assessments on the table, again, to get that like really detailed one by one. Uh, Like if we look at motion as a big, you know, conglomerate, we're looking at each piece one by one and doing some reverse engineering as to like where the muscle imbalances are. And we are doing that devoid of the actual complaint area. So if you have a tight shoulder, I... I have the freedom to look over the entire body and say, oh, wow, I think that shoulder tightness is actually coming from your ankle. And it, it, it actually can play out like that in one session. And we can correct muscle imbalances at the ankle or the hip and create more balance in the shoulder. <laughs> and so we use muscle testing. We use a... Uh, palpation technique, um, which is the manual part, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm touching near the tendons and then we use muscle testing over and over and over again. So I might do this from in an hour session. I might do this on eight muscles, like three times, or I might do this on 30 different muscles on both sides of the body and, um, left and right. So, or front and back, and it's all in an effort to again, like, stabilize the whole entire um, unstable movement or unstable joint to bring balance into the entire muscular system, and therefore that equals better posture, less pain, less tightness, and it's immediate. It's like within that hour, somebody will feel a difference. And as we do more, it becomes a very sustainable way to build that strength, that neuromuscular strength to support the body and the joints. What I, what I love
1: inside of this conversation is how that was very clearly a description of, you know, the muscular nature of the body, how it's always about balance, how there's also so many embedded in metaphors inside of that. There's a phrase in terms of personal change that The way you are here is the way you are everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, And to look at the simple physiological example of here's the person who hurts their hip, but then starts to walk in such a way to overcompensate for that Mm -hmm. hip. And now the left foot is hurting
0: Mm -hmm. and there's
1: really no amount of care to that foot that really would get to the root cause of that issue. And it's where for us as business owners, we would often look at some marketing campaign, something that we're doing that isn't quite going well And yet, really, it's often this reflection of everything else. Mm. So it's where I meet so many people who are business owners like you, like me, that as we get into these, you know, the the nature of the body in terms of how we respond, it kind of trains us to look at this whole holistic system in terms of how you go about the process of change. So looking at the nature of what you do, which, correct me, began as a very much in-person service. Can you Mm. kind of walk us through what some of that journey was to now take that to a global audience
0: oh man i love marketing <laughs> i do i love teaching i love coaching i love i love i love the fact that i have a special unique view mm-hmm. and a, and that it needs to be taught yeah if i want success in my in-person practice which i wanted 10 years ago and i have it now like sustainable in-person success, even after 2020, is pretty remarkable. Yeah. And that's because I dedicated so much of my time to explaining this to 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds. Yeah. And I want to
1: pause you there because what you just said. It's very literal. (laughs) Yeah. What you just said is really, I'd say that cornerstone of what is going to make a business successful in the long term, that what you said, it needs to be taught. -hmm. That when we start to shift our thinking in terms of what our product, what our service may be, that it now is your ethical responsibility to let people know that this thing exists. Yes. Where it changes the dialogue that we're now doing that of service. You know, anyone who's been in business has heard the phrasing that, you know, newspapers and magazines and even other podcasts have a really difficult problem. They need to have quality content every single day, every single week. So therefore, you're doing them a favor to send them that press release to send out that message. And there's people out there that in your industry might be, let's say, chasing the wrong issue. Mm. So, so where did that come from in terms of that mindset shift that it needs to be taught? It needs to be, let's say, it, would, the, would the word line up of advocacy?
0: I think so. I I see, I've um, seen and have seen and have been very connected to the injustices that the physical therapy, rehab, fitness have um, tell people to chase around, yeah. essentially. Like the marketing messages are of that they are in scarcity,
1: mm-hmm.
0: meaning uh, if you have it, I'm, mm. so it meaning that they want people to feel lesser than to mm-hmm. become a client. And that happens in the fitness industry a lot. And it makes me very upset. Um,
1: I am flashing back to a time that I did a consult with a personal trainer and ran <laughs> through the whole experience. At the end, he goes, well, you basically failed that. And I go, I didn't know it was a test. <laughs> Where it was like this almost negging, this putting down of the individual versus, again, if we look at even from a practitioner standpoint for personal change, anyone in coaching, look at all your clients as good to great. And then suddenly it just changes the dynamic of everything mm. you do.
0: Yeah, I just got chills uh, because th- this is a very, very important thing to put a pin in. Mm-hmm. The, um, the, the human body is supposed to move. And so when we tell it, you're moving bad, you're a bad mover, that's wrong. It's just wrong, you know? <laughs> um, so I uh, really saw that injustice and have, I, I, I feel very validated in in the mission to bring on these new perspectives. And one of the things I often say in, in my writing and my newsletters and whatnot is, change your view on exercise and your exercise will change. Nice. And the last thing I want my clients to do is walk away From a virtual, one of my virtual products, or one of my in session, in person sessions, and say, um, I was supposed to hurt after that, or I, you know, the last thing I want is for them to shame themselves around exercise and around movement. the 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 key is empowering people with good questions, good, uh, high quality. Information and a way for them to apply it, what whatever industry. I, yeah, I really now, now when I you do say really good that.
1: questions, like what specifically do you mean by
0: that? I think um, when we talk, so like physiology, hmm. um, and then on the other side of that, something totally different, marketing. Right? These are systems, right? These don't exist as one singular but like thing, you know. Um, physiology is the interaction of systems. So you can't you can't manipulate that those systems without asking better questions of your body. So and it's the same thing with like the New Year's habit, like that rabbit hole, you know, you can't you can't achieve much without without having the right systems in place in order to get there. You have to ask good questions. That's Mm -hmm. that's what I meant by that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which I like that. of Again, looking at that holistic approach as to what needs to happen, what has to occur. And by going in, it's where from a metaphorical standpoint, when we talk about language patterns in terms of hypnotic influence, the easiest sort of breakdown of everything is that you're either in the meta model, which is where you're gathering information, or you're in the Milton model where you're then putting that information to use. And the easiest lesson for someone to learn is if at any point in your process, whether it's your actual service or whether it's the actual sales and marketing aspect, if you catch yourself not knowing what you should be doing, it means you're in the wrong model. You needed more information. You needed to be asking more questions because that's what's going to shape that dialogue better than what's the clever thing I can say that'll make you buy from me. The same as (laughs) here's you know, this one person's favorite exercise, but there may be hundreds of other ways of activating the same group of muscles. Yep. Is is there a story that comes to mind of working with somebody where it was almost more you said got the chills from, where it was almost more that epiphany structure that suddenly they were able to do something they didn't think was possible before?
0: Oh yeah. Uh I'll I'm thinking of one particular client um that we were in person for a long time, um, and I was so happy to support her in person with muscle activation techniques. She um, she pretty much had weekly sessions, and very much a, the DC lawyer type. And, you know, I'm never gonna. I I love I love my DC lawyers like they. <laughs> <laughs> this is this, the these are my clients, right? I hear and um, you.
1: <laughs> that and that, DC Realtors really built my business, yourself. yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so we had these weekly sessions, and she's in her mid 60s, and we had many epiphanies over the years. I, I, one I remember one day she came in, she was like an 8 a.m. client, she'd come in, and she'd say, she, one time she said, you know, I was at dinner last night and I realized I'm 64, and every single one of my colleagues is on, you know, lifestyle disease medication, which would be high blood pressure, cholesterol. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm on none. And she was just like so proud of herself. And that was, that's one of my favorite moments. But then watching our, our relationship had to evolve and change over 2020, like many of my clients. And I was already in the virtual space before 2020. I, I created my, my signature product, my membership product in 2018. And um, so I was already thinking about these clients and because it was designed after my best clients, like this product, this membership yes. product, I wanted to empower them outside of our sessions with exercise. And the right types of exercises. And, uh, you know, watching her go through the coaching program, which is, by the way, three virtual sessions, and then, uh, like, a library, right? And watching her adapt and learn and apply. I mean, she could barely operate the Zoom camera. You know the type. (laughs) And, you know, she's, like, got it on two different screens, and she can barely, like, operate (laughs) and, like... And going from that, and also going from feeling reliant on my my hands, right, mm-hmm. to reliant on her own body, and putting in putting the steps together of the it's called movement pathways, um, putting together the steps and the sequences and the the think the thought process of the system, and then getting emails from her and texts that said, "I am doing these every day. I feel amazing." I'm running, I'm biking, and thank you. Beautiful. And to me, like that, I just get excited just talking about it.
1: You brought up a theme there, which is one I know we've talked about here on Hypnotic Language Hacks before that of duplicating yourself, Mm -hmm. that of the ability to become, as I now say, self referential Mm -hmm. to your best clients. Mm-hmm. where now here's someone I'm meeting with later today that you know wanted some help in terms of writing for his website. And rather than just kind of jump in cold and say, let's see what happens, it instead became, okay, here's the module in business influence systems, go through, write a first draft, and then only pay me when we can then meet together and, and punch up what's there. So I'm looking at your service where I would always argue the statement that it cannot be the exact same by going virtual, Uh, yet the results can be the same. So we have to think, so I'm curious to ask what are some of those adaptations that you had to make in order to take this in-person service and bring it again to a global audience?
0: Faith um, is a big one. And uh, yeah, that... That's a big one for me. Um, being really uncomfortable in front of the camera, I'd say is a big one. Uh, being comfortable with the hours it took to put this together and test it and record data. Um, that That's the nitty gritty stuff, I'd say. Like, it, I, I think the, the time commitment, the other adaptions I had to make You know, going online was by itself um, a big, you know, having the the, back to that faith piece, um, you know, investing in the in the right system to go online uh, was a really big step. Um, Not playing small, I think, is another one. I think that's also faith based. You know, What do you mean by not playing small? Can you expand on that? Um, Just knowing that this that that it could be global and it could take off. Yeah. You know, and my my membership product is global. I've have, I've have several clients in, of all places, France and <laughs> um, and Oregon and California. Uh, people I've never met in person. Nice. Um, so you know, seeing, I and I did the. So it's called Movement Pathways, and Movement Pathways. Um, at first, I I had to design it to get my hands on as many people, not my hand, my teaching in front of as many people as possible. So I was hosting live workshops and filming them. Mm-hmm. And the last workshop we did was right before the country shut down. And it was full of people I had never met. And that that's pretty magical when you think about it. Because the other workshops were kind of full of, like, athletes I would worked with, uh, my clients. And I was not fully, fully 150% in until I got that class of people I'd never met before and saw the whole system work for them. So I'd say, you know, uh, I'd say, you know, really investing in that, um, the development stages was a big one, too.
1: Yeah, I love that, especially there, there's a metaphor that I've used for years that if you look at everything as being a muscle, you realize that at first it's going to be a little weak, it's going to be a little shaky, and then over time through appropriate, let's throw in rest and nutrition, uh-huh. that's when it gets even better. So that willingness to... um you said it more positively. I'll use my fun phrasing: the willingness to suck on camera, <laughs> uh-huh.
0: yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that
1: eventually it's like, "Oh wait, I know what I'm doing. I can turn this thing on." My and gosh! Works. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it
0: really do. You really have to put the reps in, and just real. I think, I think the and podcasts have really taught me this too: that the human element is such an important part of your brand and your business. Yes. I. Yeah, I really I tell that to because my, my my podcast guests are usually people that are stuck in the research lab. They are not fitness influencers. I don't want fitness influencers on my podcast, so I actually have to convince these people to come on, and <laughs> um, because they're shy, and or you know podcast shy, I guess. And I I, I always say you guys like podcasts uh, the, all this media that we're consuming right now has a human element to it and it is forgiving. And it's, it's actually part of the thing that people are going to enjoy about consuming in my, it, it's, that's my opinion.
1: Yeah. And we're coming up on time here in a moment, but I want to go back to this exact topic here mm-hmm. that going after the people that you wanted to highlight versus that, you know, Oh, this person has a million followers. Let me follow, you know, their, their, Mm. Sort of momentum there, but building something that these are the voices, these are the audiences that you want to also spread the awareness of, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What, what's the thinking behind that?
0: Oh, I, because I believe in these nuanced, I, I want to highlight nuanced conversation. Yes. I want to highlight the beautiful, small changes in the human body and physiology and biology and and how beautiful it is in the universality of that stuff like that is just my that I mean that's my poetry the body is my poetry my movement is you know Walt Whitman is a you know one of my heroes because of his poetry dedicated to movement and body and uh I just love it and so to find those nuanced conversations you have to you have to be on the the same wavelength, and I I am fully just behind the idea that we need those voices um, for these learning purposes. I and I just don't I don't I, I don't vibe with um, the influencer model. So, I you know for me it, it's also a thing of like I know what I want to talk about and I know what a good podcast is going to be, and it's it's these nuanced things.
1: Where we really host these programs so we get to have mm-hmm. conversations with people that we want and just millions of others happen to get to listen to. That's
0: also yeah <laughs> it's also just got it's fun you know it's fun to to hang you know in that in this way and um well, I'd say I, that's one of the yeah. biggest
1: things that we have that opportunity now to not just find a community but also to build our own which mm-hmm. I'd encourage anyone go back and re-listen to this entire conversation again which yes we got into the specifics of muscle activation. We talked into the specifics of the body and fitness, but how so much of this dialogue fits into the nature of our relationships in terms of the nature of our businesses and how we interact with all of this. So Jennifer, thanks for coming on and sharing that. How can people best get in contact with you? How can they find you?
0: Okay. Well, uh, thinkfitbefitpodcast.com. That's us on the you know, internet and the socials. And I am at impactyourfitness.net and my virtual studio is launching, but we also can be found at movementpathways.com. And then Instagram. I love hanging out on Instagram, guys. I love showing you my workouts. I love uh, talking at the camera, whatever that's called, the stories, <laughs> at Jennifer underscore Simone underscore Schwartz. And that's where you can find me.
1: Awesome. And we'll link to that all in the show notes over at jasonlidette.com. Any final thoughts for the listeners as we wrap this one up?
0: Yes. I. Um, it, as far as you know, fitness, I think the number one thing, and this comes into marketing as well, is believing in your body's ability to change is the number one thing you should start with. People ask me all the time, where do I start? And I was like, well, it's a belief in your body's ability to change. So in in the marketing sense, it's, you know, belief in your in your message and your mission and that it can and that it deserves to be in people's ears and eyeballs and brains. <laughs> um yeah, that's what I would leave with.
1: You have been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. Please stop everything and start exploring jasonlinette.com for even more business influence and persuasion resources. Make it a priority right now to subscribe to this program and listen to every episode, because the next one may reveal that one hypnotic influence secret to massively scale your success. Change your words, change your business, change your life. Get even more at jasonlinette.com.